0: Hello, hello, everybody. You are listening to Throne Room Thoughts with Tanisha. the 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 Bible tells us to come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. My hope and prayer for everyone listening to this podcast is that you'll receive the tools to boldly declare power and victory over your life in Jesus Christ. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Throne Room Thoughts. It is a privilege and an honor to meet with you guys and discuss what the Lord is doing in and through us to talk about what God has stored up for us and how we can access that in the here and now. Um, How are you all? What is going on? What's new? I am doing a corporate fast with my church this week from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm fasting and just drinking herbal tea and water. And so that's been pretty good. Ever since I had my second daughter back in the summer, I haven't been able to spend, put aside the kind of time with God that I normally would just because I've been consumed with um, motherhood and all that that means when you have a toddler and a newborn and so during this time it's forced me to set aside quiet time to pray to focus my thoughts I made a nice little list of all of my requests and what I'm expecting from God Um, and so it's been pretty good I'm pretty happy that I am able to to partake in this fast So I'm expecting the great from God. I'm expecting some wonderful things from him. Um, So let's get right into our first segment of our show. For those of you who are joining for the first time, we usually start the show on Throne Room Thoughts with our Preaching Potential quote of the day. What is a Preaching Potential quote, one may ask? Preaching Potential means that um, the quote actually has um, some life principles that we can actually apply what the quote is saying to some life principles um I love a good quote I love to be able to expound on things and get some good nuggets out of it and so whenever I find a good quote that I'm like yo that is on point I call it preaching potential so our preaching potential quote of the day comes from Pastor Mike Todd out of Oklahoma. And he said, one of the biggest epidemics in the body of Christ is the lack of self-awareness. One of the biggest epidemics in the body of Christ is the lack of self-awareness. Now, why does this quote have preaching potential? This quote has preaching potential because I think um, having appropriate insight into yourself, into your issues, your struggles, your strengths, your goals. Having appropriate insight is imperative to being able to get to the next level. Whatever the next level is for you or whatever you envision the next level to look like, having an accurate estimate of where you are currently and what it's going to take is very, very important. And so even in scripture, we see Paul says in Romans 12 and three, Paul says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Now, he's not just giving advice. He's not just, you know, there there are times in scripture when Paul says, listen, this is not God didn't say this, but this is my takeaway from this. Or this is this is my advice to you. I, you know, I'm 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 giving you this this advice. In this case, he says, I'm giving you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given you. God has given us. So that is some real talk. If He's warning us that we need to have an appropriate evaluation of ourselves, that lets us know the importance of it. And so um, I do think a lack of self-awareness and a lack of insight is is a problem, especially in the, in the body of Christ, because we say we want to believe God for things. And myself included, we say we want to believe God for things. We say that we're trusting in God and we're, we're activating our faith. And then we're not necessarily honest about where we're at with things and honest and honest about what needs to change in order for us to get to that next level. For example, you want to start a new job, how are you performing on your current job? How are you with taking direction? How are you with respect and authority? And with being able to take directives and and things like that, you wanna buy a house. Okay, How, how, how do you handle money? How do you manage money? Do you pay all your bills? Are you saving? Do you tithe? Are you prioritizing giving God what to do to him? when, when you, when you get paid and when you receive your income. So we're, sometimes we're expecting God to enlarge us and to increase us, but we haven't really mastered the level that we're at. And so, and again, I'm preaching to myself right now because I'm believing God for a lot. And I'm also asking him to give me the insight and give me the wisdom to see what I need to change in order to open up the doors for the next level. And so, um, yeah, that's a pretty dope quote. It's a pretty, a pretty, Profound yet simple thing, the importance of having appropriate insight and appropriate self-awareness. So, yeah, that was Pastor Mike Todd out of Oklahoma. He, he pastors a church called Transformation Church. So that was pretty good. All right, so what are we, let's get into the meat and potatoes. What are we talking about today on Throne Room Thoughts? Today, I wanted to just give you guys a couple of nuggets about the keys to the kingdom. How many of us out there know that we are a part of a kingdom? We are not just Christians. We are not just religious people running around following, blindly following a God and blindly adhering to a religion that the white man made. This is us being adopted into a kingdom. So as as kingdom people and as kingdom citizens, we want to talk about the keys to the kingdom. Here on Throne Room Thoughts today, I just want to lay down a couple of Principles that, that we can all apply and put into practice, right? Because on Throne Room Thoughts, it's not just about thinking good thoughts and it's not just about um, radiating positivity, but it's about actually taking the word of God and making it practical, taking the word and making it something that you could utilize in your everyday life and that you could actually walk out so that you could see what God promises and, and actually see that manifested in your life. So keys to the kingdom, um, the first the well, let me just let me just run down the three areas that we're going to look at are what does it take? What are the keys to the kingdom that we need to master in order to take our lives to that next level in order to contribute to moving on to that next level? So we need to first partner with God. Then we need to plan and we need to prepare so three very basic, easy things that we could put into practice. We need to partner with God, plan and prepare. So partnering with God, what does that look like? Partnering with God means joining him in obedience, right? It means to participate in whatever he's doing in your life. We have to seek his will for our life and be willing to follow his instructions. And this is this is challenging and this can be difficult when his instructions look and sound different than what you anticipated or what you want. And so we also have to be in constant prayer and constant fellowship with God so that he would empower what empower us, strengthen us, and give us the courage, quite frankly, because you do need a level of courage to go Beyond your comfort zone, and to do things that you may not be ready to do, and 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 to do things that you may be confused about, you know, you may be unclear about why you're doing it, or or whatever the or where it's gonna lead, or whatever the case is. So we do have to be in prayer at the same time about um having the courage, having the wisdom to be able to follow through. But we do wanna first again seek His will and be be a willing participant in the process, be willing to do what he is requesting in the process. Proverbs 16 and 19 says, We make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. We make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And so this is telling us that although we may have different kinds of plans and visions and dreams and hopes for ourselves, it is the Lord that still determines our steps. And so we need to be seeking his will and finding out what he wants those steps to look like and how he could help us with taking each step, each faith step and and taking each step. Um, step that we need to take in order to to get to that level that we're looking for. In Psalm 37 and 23, it says the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Now, I don't know about you, but I want the Lord to delight in every detail of my life. I want the Lord to be pleased with my decision making. I want the Lord to be satisfied with the way that I'm living my life and for him to bless every area of my life. So the best way to make that happen is to be seeking him and to be um, asking him what his will is for our lives, and giving him a, a vote instead of making decisions, and then asking him to bless them after. I used to have a serious habit. Can I be transparent with you guys? Can can we be real on throne room thoughts? Can we? Can we be open and honest? I used to have a habit of making all my own plans, and then asking God, "Could you bless these plans?" Doing my own thing, doing how I want to do, living life however I want to live life, and then saying. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. And now listen, thank God for grace, right? Thank God for grace and mercy. Some of us are merely surviving on grace and mercy. We haven't even tapped into the dimension of supernatural favor and abundance and the bountiful life that God has for us. We are skating by on grace and favor. Grace and favor, Um, I'm sorry, grace and mercy. And grace and mercy are good wonderful things. Thank God for grace, thank God for mercy. The Bible says his mercies are new each morning. Thank you, Lord. But I don't want to just get by on grace, on mercy and 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 grace. I want to get by on favor. And when we inquire of God when we look to him and when we seek his approval before making decisions or seek his confirmation in making decisions then as scripture says he will delight in every area of our lives and so we definitely want him to delight in us um okay so moving on to plan planning means that you are strategically looking at what it's going to take to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish so The Bible says, write the, in the book of Habakkuk, the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. And so when you, when you strategize and you want to actually create an outline with specific action steps, give yourself goals and deadlines toward your desired outcome. If you just have a whole bunch of goals, or if you just have a whole bunch of things you would like to get done, but no clear path to getting it done, no deadline to getting it done, then you don't have goals. You have wishes. That's it. Just wishes. And you could wish all kinds of things from now till Jesus comes back. And that doesn't mean anything except that you've wished some things. And so we don't want to just wish things. It's good to have ambition. It's good to have potential and dreams. But we want to we want to see those things manifested and realized in the, in the real world. And we want to see that stuff, everything that God has put into us come to fruition. And so you want to actually have a strategic plan. Like I said, you want to have an outline. You want to write down all the steps steps that it takes be very clear and have a very very strong vibrant vision for where you're going and what the steps are literally step one step two step three everything that it entails to get where you have to go and give yourself a deadline if you have a deadline that you know what today I started a blog and one year from today I want to be actually a a beauty influencer or I want to be you know um a lifestyle influence or whatever the case is, that's great. And perhaps that's a realistic goal for that particular situation. In any event, you just want to give yourself goals and deadlines to accomplish what you're, what you're hoping to accomplish. Sorry guys. Um, my throat has not been well. I hate the fall. Can we talk about the weather really quick as a side note? I love spring and summer. Quite frankly, I love it to be hot and dry. Like, West coast weather. I love it to be hot and dry. The fall people who love the fall are suspect to me. Like, how do you love the fall? It's cold. The air is crisp. It's like summer just ended. So things are dying and it's sad because of the dying. I really don't know if I could trust somebody that says I love the fall. I could do without a coat and layers and scarf. Like why would I want to dress nice and then have my outfit hidden under layers of clothes? Lord, I, I can't get jiggy with it. So since the weather has changed, my throat's not been feeling all that great, but I'm working on it in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord, for healing. I praise you. Bless you. OK, so I digress. Thank you guys for letting me digress and coming with me and coming back. So the third point um, is to prepare. Prepare. So, once you partner in with God, once you have a strategic plan and an outline, then you get into preparation mode. You kick it into high gear. Preparation mode means You continue to steward the things that you have right now. If you have a rinky dinky car, you keep that car nice right now. If you have a small apartment and you're believing God for a bigger one, you pay your rent every month and you keep your apartment in nice condition right now. If you have X amount of dollars, make sure that you're paying your bills appropriately and that you're tithing and then you know you were we you might be believing God for more money or for or fi- financial increase, financial security, things of that nature. So you want to be a good steward of what you currently have right now. Just like in the parable of um the 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 gifts and the talents, once you do well with what you have, then you can be entrusted with more. God can trust us with more when he sees that we're being responsible over what he's already given us. So we definitely want to prepare by laying the foundation with what we already have and building on what we already have, building on a nice solid foundation um, of what we already have. So those are the three easy steps to um and then three easy and practical steps to the keys to the kingdom. So, we want to make sure that we're putting these things into practice. I feel like um I feel like having having principles drawn out of scripture that I could actually apply and that actually makes some sense in my real everyday life has been Crucial to being able to change my life, and and it's, and it's been the number one factor in being able to take my life in the directions that I've that I've desired and in the directions that I've been praying and partnering with God for. It's crucial to be able to take principles from Scripture and walk them out in your real life. God's word is so lit and so true that. Even for a non-believer who's living by biblical principles, you will still see the manifestation of what God promises because God is not a man that he should lie. And so he can't go back on his word. He does, And it doesn't say that his word is for this specific person or for that specific person. So sometimes you find people who are non-believers and you find people who don't necessarily read scripture and adhere to what what the bible says and they're still living in prosperity but then you take a look at the at the background and they're extremely philanthropic they're extremely giving, they're, they're generous, they're kind or whatever the case is. What does the Bible say about being giving? The Bible says, give and it shall be given back to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So that's a biblical principle. So if I'm a giving person, if I'm philanthropic, if I'm kind hearted and I'm always seeking to help and this, and I'm still going to see the promises of God manifested because his word cannot be, be, his word can't return void as scripture says. It has to be fulfilled one way or the other. So, what more can I say about believers, as believers in the one true God and and in the risen king, we should be able to see his promises manifested tenfold because we're not just believing in words. But we're believing in the maker of the universe. And so, like I said, it's it's my goal always on Throne Room Thoughts to bring things into focus and bring things to a place where we could apply it easily and walk this thing out together and, and see God's goodness manifested in our lives so that always is the plan. Um, stay in touch. Let me know if there's specific things you want to address specific topics or issues you, you would like to know how to navigate with throne room thoughts and navigate with the word of God. And we could definitely do that together. I'm all here for it. Um, time to move on to our next segment. What am I listening to now? So the song that I've been listening to now comes from All Sons and Daughters, a band called All Sons and Daughters, and the song is called Great Are You Lord? I love that song. It is a wonderful song, and it really ministers to me and to my spirit, especially in my quiet worship time um again it's called great are you lord and it's from all sons and daughters definitely give it a listen in your worship time or whenever you have a chance um so that's what i'm listening to now we shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Always remember to keep the testimonies coming. Email me at throne room thoughts at gmail.com and I, with your permission, will read your testimonies. If you have any questions, we can delve into those questions as well. Any thoughts, any any. Topics you want to discuss and things like that Don't ever forget that your testimony is not you bragging Or showing off or any of those kind of things Your testimony is hope for another believer It gives another person something to expect In terms of their prayers and in their their hopes and their dreams And so yes, let us share our testimonies And talk about what is what God is doing in, with, and through us As always, it's a privilege and an honor to be with you guys. Until next time. Until next time, be bold, be powerful, and be victorious. Stay connected at throne room Thoughts at gmail.com.